I want you to know that your subconscious mind can be your biggest enemy and saboteur, or it can be your greatest ally in this world. Choose wisely. Push them aside and say thank you, but you're not needed. You should be scared, you should be mortified. When we attach our stories of our mind, and then I just completely run away doesn't again. doesn't matter how much the world around us changes. Them, because I'm so committed to moving past them. They become them. part of us and they become part because of Sometimes I am absolutely frustrated. Really want to I guess finding that you balance. You story, you choose your emotions. Think that we are emotions. I feel like I'm a kid so again. feel free if you are into exploring That's things. That's the breakthrough we're looking for. Hey there beautiful souls, this is Jessica with Coming Home to Your Authentic Self where we discuss what it means to be authentically you whilst traversing the earth in a human body. We'll be navigating our way through emotions, the conscious and subconscious minds, intuition, trauma, shadow work, archetypes, dream work, addictions, interrelationships, energies and laws of the universe and so much more. I invite you to join me on this journey as we open our hearts and walk each other home. Welcome. Hey, and welcome to the first official episode of Coming Home to Your Authentic Self. This is Jessica. And I first up wanted to say that it's taken me quite a while to actually produce the first episode because there is a part of me that was going over all this different stuff like how do I be the most authentic version of me which I need to show up as because this is a podcast about how to be your authentic self and how to delve through all of the different layers of yourself so that you actually can just express who you are in each moment as that fluctuates. So I had to really have a think about it and a feel into it for a while and realize that there was a lot of subconscious patterning in me that, you know, had these ideas of what you had to be if you did a podcast and these perfectionism things that I have inside me that I have to be a certain way or act a certain way. And I had to think about what this is really about and this podcast is just about me wanting to share some information with the world because I'm passionate about it and if it ends up helping one person that's all that I really care about so on that basis I was able to kind of put all of my bullshit aside and I'm just going to speak and sometimes I'm going to be in different moods and sometimes I'm going to speak differently because that's authentic. We're never the same from moment to moment. We're always fluctuating. And I wanted to be able to show up for the podcast when I am feeling whatever way that I'm feeling. So that was something that I also had to process that, okay, if I'm going through a, a period where I'm not really feeling this upbeat kind of way am I still able to show up and do what I want to do and I discovered of course the answer is yes because that would be authentically me so with that in mind that's actually kind of the topic that I want to cover today which is the subconscious mind so my subconscious mind for the last two weeks 
has been going through all of the the bullshit that it usually goes through and telling me the same story and I've had to go through and sit with that and come out the other end and make a conscious choice to just sit down and do this in a way that just feels authentic to me and put all of that um, emotional baggage aside and the old stories that I have around myself or what I have to say or what people think or how I'm meant to do it and all the things that I have been programmed with throughout my life on on how I should be doing something because at the end of the day there isn't any should it's just we're able to create whatever we want to create in whatever way that we want and so I'm going to do that so this is me and that's what you can expect from the podcast and I will be really trying to actually put out consistent information and consistent episodes and that's that's a goal that I have for myself that I'm setting for myself and I'm telling you that because I want to talk about goals and setting goals and changing behavior today so the subconscious mind is something that I'm really fascinated by and it's something that I've been studying for like five years now and really learning about my own patterns and watching people around me and trying to figure out what is this thing in us that drives our unconscious behavior and how do we actually get in there and change it and how do we grow so we stop going through these old cycles because if I let myself stay in those old cycles I would not be recording a podcast I wouldn't have even recorded one in the first place Uh, I had to consciously change the cycles that my pattern goes in which is you know I'm not good enough you know I think I spoke about that in the last episode of just having to sit with myself like oh you're not good enough to actually do this when at the end of the day that's only the voice in my head telling me that and I don't expect anything from this it's just for my own enjoyment so I am good enough to sit here and do this so that's why I became a hypnotherapist Uh, Partly I wanted to become a hypnotherapist because I really wanted to go through a consistent and structured practice of having hypnotherapy done on me for my own healing uh, and changing my own behavioral patterns. And I also got to become a hypnotherapist and be able to help other people with that, which is amazing. And a lot of the study that, um, that I did was actually on trauma and PTSD and really heavy things um, and our grief and things like addictions and things that are really holding us back in life and I'm much more interested having gone through complex PTSD myself and having to wade through all of the trauma and feeling really alone I wanted to teach people that you know they weren't alone and there is help and there's ways that we can actually move through this stuff so I'm sure I'll talk about the subconscious mind quite a lot. There's so much to cover and I will barely scratch the surface today. But today I kind of want to give a basic understanding of what it is. And I think that it's a marvelous tool. And everybody should have a relationship with their own subconscious mind. It's something that we really should be taught about as early as possible in life and be aware of because especially when we're younger is when we're getting 
most of our programming because our mind is so open. So basically from the moment that you entered the world, your subconscious has been listening and it's been listening to everything that it heard, all the experiences that you had and the feelings that you felt and what feelings you associated with what words and what situations and it stored everything in there like this giant memory bank that has just filed everything away. And what it does is it uses the files that it has about your life and how you see the world and how the world works and it uses that information to help you navigate through life without having to consciously think about it. If our brain was to take in everything that was going on around us, like everything we could see and hear and feel and smell, and it would just be way too much. Like there's way too many bits of information flying out there that our brain would basically just go into like overdrive and explode. So what our subconscious does is it has this filing system of everything that it thinks is important and it scans the room and it looks for those things and it feeds that information to your conscious mind. It will still take in the other things and that information is there available if you were to say go into a state of meditation and actually look for that information. But what it feeds to your conscious mind is only the things that it actually deems as relevant and important to you right now in this moment. And what it deems relevant or important are the things that you have either consciously decided that you are moving towards and you're looking out for, and it kind of has a list of those things, or subconscious core beliefs in you that it's trying to protect you and keep you safe and keep you in line with those. So it also kind of rules your personality as well. So it'll drive your automatic behavior and the way that you respond to people, situations, and things. And we kind of don't really have to think about that. We sort of have this autopilot system and our subconscious mind runs that. You know, I'm sure everybody's had that experience where you're driving home from work and you just kind of arrive in your driveway and you don't remember actually driving home. That is that autopilot system and it's your subconscious mind controlling your body. So your body is kind of like your subconscious mind as well. It just will act out what the subconscious programming is. Because you've done that drive so many times, you don't need to consciously concentrate anymore. It's an automated behavior. And so we have heaps of automated behaviors within ourselves. There are automatic ways that we react to situations. There are trigger words. If we hear that word or hear someone say something that in our subconscious put out this little alarm bell and listen out for. And we also have like a huge set of belief systems and everybody's are different. It's all based on the experiences that we've had in life and what stories we've put to those experiences. So because your subconscious is kind of has this autopilot system, it can be really dangerous to our lives. And I say that because the automated behavior that we have and the things that we have practiced so many times in past situations will be programmed into us 
So when we move into a new situation, we will act out those same behaviors if met with something that resembles that and because that is what our subconscious has deemed important. So it's kind of on the lookout for that and it's automating our behavior to respond in the same way that we have before. But if we don't become aware of the way that we react to life, to the things that people say to us and to words we hear or tones of voices, if we can't control that, we won't actually ever change. And I seriously mean this, that we will live the same day and the same life over and over again until we decide to consciously change who we are until we change our personality, the way we interact with life, the way that we look at the world and the things that we think and the stories that we tell ourselves. And this has to be a relationship between the conscious and subconscious mind that allows this to happen. Because I'm going to go back to living the same day over and over again, and you might think that that's a bit extreme, but I want to I want to give an example of why I say that. So when you get up in the morning, you probably do the same things. So when you wake up in the morning, your alarm might go off. You might look at the notifications and messages that you've received. You might scroll through social media. Your body might get up, go to the toilet, make a cup of coffee and maybe something to eat. And then you'll take a shower and get ready for work. And you can be half asleep and not really have to think about any of that. It's so automated because you do it repetitively every day that your body will literally just get up and do it for you. So then you'll drive to work and you don't need to think about that either because you've driven the route so many times. You might stop at the same cafe, see the same barista when you get your coffee, go to work, see the same people, do the same things that you need to do, drive the same route home and see the same people that you always see the people that you live with or people that you talk to and you'll partake in the same activities. You probably watch the same shows or go to the same places and do the same things. And the people that you interact with, those interactions will also be the same. You'll respond to them in the same way that you usually do and you'll probably exchange around about the same information and then you'll go to bed. And when you wake up in the morning, your body will do it all again for you. Unless something happened that was a shock to your system and triggered you out of your subconscious programming, you didn't really have to think about it. And because you weren't thinking about it consciously, you were just running on your autopilot. And the only way to change your autopilot programming is to consciously Go in with repetition and feeling and decide that you're going to be different. So the only way that we can make a decision that we want change in our lives is to look at what we have and go, I want differently. And what do I need to take responsibility for? And what do I need to do differently in order to make that change happen in my life? And I'm sure that if you reflect on your life, you will see that the only times that you made change was when you made a commitment to something, that or something emotional happened, something that triggered you and you 
it shocked the system and it shook things up in life and then you decided also from that to change. But it still came with a decision. And we may not see the decision when it's a slower process over time and you can kind of just wake up and go, how did I become like this? But it was a repetitive thing that you did or a repetitive thing that you experienced and your subconscious was programmed that way. So I hope that that makes sense to you and you can see the importance of the fact that your body running on autopilot isn't actually going to get you any different results in your life, which is okay if you're happy with your life. If you have great beliefs around money and business and your self-worth and you have great relationship beliefs and you've got everything that you want, then unless there's something that you're unhappy with in your life, then you wouldn't really need to do that. Your program is running a fantastic program. But if you're unhappy with the program that's running in your life, it's easy to see what your program is. So you can see anybody's program. All you have to do is just look at their life. Our subconscious programming is on display for everybody to see. You just listen to the stories they tell you on repeat. That'll tell you the beliefs they have about relationships or people or money or business. You can look at your business and go, "Am I? do I want to be successful in this and I'm going in a cycle where I'm not? There's a subconscious belief there and a subconscious pattern that is going to be blocking you and causing you to go in the same behaviors because you keep reacting to situations in the same way. You keep having the same thought patterns, which is having the same emotions, and then you're doing the same things and not making any change. If you want money and you can't seem to hold on to it, you might have picked up a belief that you know money is evil or you know people with mo- that have money are bad or it's really hard to get money. And a lot of people have those programmings from childhood. So the way that we get programming is through repetition and through emotional charge. So in childhood, if you continually heard your parents go on about money and we couldn't afford this and we can't do that and you missed out on all these things that would have been really important to you as a child because that was all that your life was and you couldn't get the toy and you could never go to the place that you wanted or have the lollies you wanted and and all those things, then there would have been repetition plus emotional charge that contributed to you having a core belief somewhere that maybe you can't have nice things in life and you can't always just have what you want. You Money's only there for the essentials and we have to do this and we have to work hard for it and that will show up in your life. So this shows up in every area of our life, in our relationships, in our friendships, our work, our business, the way that we parent, the way that we react to things, our emotional patterning how we spend our days, what we eat, what we look like, our health, everything comes down to this patterning. And the good thing about that is that everything can be changed. There is nothing in your life that you can't change as long as you become aware and responsible for your own self and the way that you're programmed and the reactions that you're having to life. And you actually take some time to sit down and look at life and there's a couple of questions you could ask like you know what what do I have in my life that I don't really want there and what 
don't I have in my life that I do really want there? And what cycles do I seem to keep going in in the same way? Even if you just sat down and answered those three questions, you could see what your programming is and what you're emitting out to the world. So I'm a really firm believer that our inner reality and our outer reality are just a reflection of each other. And your environment, so your outer reality can affect your inner reality as well and it can help to change your programming. That's why it's good to spend time around people who have what you want and who influence you in a positive way because that will rub off on you through seeing that repetitively and learning that new behavior. But your inner reality is also reflected outwards because you're responding and reacting to the world in the way that you respond and react to the world. So you're actually not even seeing reality clearly. And I really want everybody to understand that we do not see reality clearly. We see reality through the lens of our subconscious mind. And I want to give you an example of how this filtering system works. And because like I said, we don't see everything. We only see the information that is important. So here's an example that probably everybody has experienced in their life. Say you're going to go and buy a new car or your friend gets a new car and it's a bright yellow buggy and you're like, wow, I'd, I'd never see them around. That's so cool that you got that car. And then everywhere you go, you're seeing these bright yellow buggies and you're like, what? I never saw them before. Or you've decided to buy a new car and you, you're like, wow, I really like this car. I've never seen that around before. And you buy it and then you're driving around in it and like every tenth car you see is that car. And you can't understand why you never saw it before. That's your filtering system. You, you've done something in life and committed to something and made a conscious choice about this car and your subconscious has picked up and gone, this car is important. So now when I'm driving around, I'm going to spot that for you and I'm going to send it into your conscious mind. There it is, there it is, there it is, there it is. Like a little alarm bell. And so how that can play out negatively in your life is if you have a belief around relationships or love or money or business or even around the world in general and how people treat you, your subconscious won't actually see the real people and experiences and things that are happening in front of you. It will just filter in what you believe. So that person's attacking me. This is unfair because the world is unfair and I'm being attacked and you will react to that instead of actually seeing other possibilities there. And when you continue to do that and continue to react in the same way to the things that are in front of you because you're not consciously thinking and you're not consciously looking and feeling, you're never going to get any change. You're just going to get the same things. So I think that you know, quite often people are like, oh, you're just like your mother or you're just like your father. And that is because of subconscious programming as well. We watched behaviors as we grew up. We heard them say things, we saw them do things, and our programming began doing that too. So unless we made conscious choices to be differently and to go, hey, I don't like the way that my mother did that, I'm going to do that differently, 
and then override those subconscious behaviors that you see in yourself, you're just going to go with the flow and continue to be what you were programmed to be. I think this is the first and most fundamental, most important thing about life is that you could reflect now on everything that's happened to you recently and you can wonder, did I hear that person correctly? Did I see that situation correctly? Was I reacting and living my life from a place of this autopilot unconscious behavior or was I truly present with that person and what they were saying to me and did I really see the opportunity that was in front of me for a relationship or for business or to to make change and did I grasp that opportunity and do something different or did I react in the same old way that I usually do and now I'm feeling sorry for myself because I don't have what it is that I consciously want. One more thing that I want to talk about is how we can continue to go in these cycles of not having what we're consciously trying to get. And that is the opposing subconscious and conscious goals. So like I was talking about earlier, that little alarm bell that goes off is your subconscious looking out for these opportunities and you can use this to help you reach your goals by setting the goal of something and consciously feeling it and thinking about it and programming your subconscious to show you those opportunities when they're there and that's fantastic but so what if you have the goal of being in a healthy loving happy relationship and that's what you consciously think that you're moving towards and you and you really want that and you don't know why it's not happening and when that opportunity is in front of your face and you may be in a relationship or dating or whatever that it is, you have those opportunities there, but you keep reacting and doing things and, and taking behaviors that on your autopilot that are actually driving the relationship away from you. And the reason for that is that your subconscious goal isn't I need to be in this loving, healthy relationship and stay connected. Your subconscious goal may be for freedom or control because you might have a program in you that, you know, all women want to control you. And if that is a subconscious belief inside you, your subconscious will look out for and send that alarm bell for everything that you see that may be a possibility that this person is trying to control you. So you'll react on that autopilot because your subconscious is actually working for the goal of keeping your freedom. And that's driving the relationship away from you, your conscious goal. And that means that we continue to go in these cycles around and around. And unless you really sit down with yourself, and look at what you want and how you want things to be and you begin to look for something different, then you're not going to see it. So in that example, if you're always looking for the the tone of voice or the word or your subconscious is just constantly fil filtering into you these little alarm bells, 
you're not actually seeing the reality of the opportunity for the things that you want. So the conscious loving relationship could be there and there could be opportunity for you to connect. But your subconscious goal is like, I'm not connecting because if I connect, then I lose my freedom. They're going to control me. See, I can see it all. And it may not even be happening. And likely it's not happening. It could have been from a past relationship you've been in or a way you saw your mother behave towards your father or something that your father repeated to you, somewhere that you found this belief. And unless you stop and look at the beliefs that you have and look for what really that your subconscious goal is trying to give you, then you're not going to achieve having these things for yourself. And it's going to take some discomfort to really sit down and have a look at, you know, what is it that I want that I don't have? And my biggest advice would be, in order to change these, write them down. So write down the things that you want and look at your behavior and your thought patterns and your emotional patterns around these things. So I always say this, or I I think this all the time, or I feel this way about this situation. And then look at what you want to feel or what you think would actually move you forward. So I really should be thinking this thought pattern and I want to feel these emotions and I want to act and behave in this way so that when that situation comes up, you actually have something to consciously look at and go, oh, I just thought that thought. That's right, I'm going to reprogram to this new thought. Or I just saw myself take that behavior. That's right, I'm going to step back now and I'm going to take this behavior. Or when those old feelings surface because they're going to surface, they're going to keep going in the cycle because your body is your subconscious mind as well. It's going to keep feeding you the same emotions. So when you feel those emotions arise, you stop and go, I'm going to consciously plug into a different emotion because that's what I want to feel about this. And if you do something just as simple as that, you'll begin to actually notice in your body and your mind and new information will feed in. Like I said before, your subconscious takes the whole scenario and it feeds you what it thinks is important. So if you change the way that you think and feel about that situation, you will actually, your subconscious will actually reveal the information that is in line with that and go, oh, you think this is important here and you will see what you want to see. And then you will see that information instead and that's going to move you towards your goals. I just want to emphasize this takes repetition You're not going to get it perfect straight away and that's okay. But the the repetition is definitely necessary, but the most important thing is emotion. So if there's a pattern that you've had for a long time and it has a lot of emotional charge behind it, you actually have to get the emotional charge for the new behavior to exceed it so that it can overwrite it. That means that you'd have to sit down when you're just feeling in a neutral state and practice having those emotions. Sit down and breathe and imagine yourself in the situation you want to have and imagine how you would behave 
and imagine how you would feel when taking these new behaviors and what will you do when that situation arises next time because the feeling is what needs to be amplified so that your subconscious body which is your feeling body can actually begin to program itself as well so i think that the repetition is probably more for you to continue to remember in your conscious mind this is what i'm doing and keep repeating it to yourself so that you keep remembering to do it and you don't get lost in autopilot and the emotion and the feeling behind it and the imagination is actually the communication that you're having with your subconscious body because your subconscious responds to feeling that's how it communicates so you have to communicate i feel this now i want to feel this way now and it will give you the information and feed the information back to you for the new way that you want to feel i'm going to talk in another episode i think about the emotional body and how um our brains fire these synaptic connections and talk to our body and our brain so that you can get a little bit more of an understanding about that but i hope that i have provided some insight on how the subconscious actually works and how what you're seeing around you is not always the truth and it's just what you're seeing through your subconscious patterning and that you know because of our own subconscious patterning and the way that we see the world two people can stand in the same room and they could witness the same event take place and hear and see the same thing and both have different memories of it both have different interpretations both have different reactions to it because the information that they were fed through their subconscious filtering is going to be different so this is why sometimes you know your friend could be having a reaction to something and you don't seem to think that what happened was really that bad but what they saw and what their program told them about life and what that meant for them would have triggered something that maybe you don't have that same belief. I think that one of the one of the big things that I feel like our subconscious does is it looks around and goes is there a threat to me and my safety or is there a threat to my personality or is there is there a threat to my goals? And it if yes, it will trigger automatic behavior that's going to make you continue to react in the same way. So whenever my partner said something that carried a certain tone or they asked a question about something or wanted some information which is perfectly actually fine for them to do, my subconscious would have picked up there is a threat to my goal and my goal is freedom. And so I may react angrily and get really defensive and push them away when really if i didn't have that goal of freedom if my goal was connection and to work in unison and to work with my partner and share plans and have shared goals and you know really be connected my mind wouldn't send an alarm bell it would just answer in a healthy manner so that's a little bit about the subconscious mind and how we're living the same day over and over again maybe some different characters maybe a bit different scenery but the same kind of life over and over until we choose to look at our behavior and to make new choices 
So I hope I've given you enough understanding of that for now. I'll continue to talk about it more. And I hope that I have inspired you to go and sit down and maybe take out a pen and paper and look at the things in your life and the ways that you react and the things that you may be actually looking for and things that you might not be seeing clearly. And yeah, find the things that you want to have in your life and you don't want to have in your life and make a decision to cut the things out that you don't want and to bring towards you the things that you do want and to practice feeling those and write it down. Really write it down. That's the most important thing. Write down your old thought pattern. Write down your new thought pattern. Write down your old feeling and your new feeling. Write down your old behavior and your new behavior and like carry it with you, put it in your pocket or your wallet or your phone and look at it as many times as you can a day to keep remembering that that's what you're going to do because you're going to need to keep remembering if you're going to actually make the change. Being aware of it isn't enough. You can just watch yourself play out your old subconscious programming. You have to actually practice and eventually you'll become really good at it and eventually it will become second nature and that will be your autopilot and then things will flow in your life much, much easier. But you have to actually put in the work. If you want to connect with people, you can't keep running away. You actually have to show up <laughs> and that can be really uncomfortable. Um, if you want to do something in your business, you actually have to show up for it. You actually have to feel new feelings and you have to move through that discomfort, and you have to go after what you want. So, until next time, I am so grateful that you were listening today. I really hope that I've provided some insight, and if you have any questions or topics that you want me to discuss on here at all, please email me at openhearttherapies at gmail.com, and... I hope you have a beautiful day, whatever you're doing for the rest of the day. And I want you to know that your subconscious mind can be your biggest enemy and saboteur, or it can be your greatest ally in this world. Choose wisely.